everybody. Welcome to the New World Pictures podcast, Nearly New World. Welcome to Sci-Fi July. We are celebrating all of New World sci-fi movies, or as many as we can squeeze into July. And this is our Nearly New World selection for this month. And we're talking 1979's Alien. Wait a minute, you may be saying, Alien is Nearly New World? Well, the answer is yes. Gasp! Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, and let me let me get into the explanation because Tom, Tom Scarrett's in it, right? And he was in Big Bad, Big Bad Mama, Big Bad Mama. and so right. that makes it nearly new. World. He was in Big Bad Mama, not Big Bad Mama Two. Oh, right, <laughs> that was Robert Cole. <laughs> I get those two confused all yes. the time. All the time. I have facial dysphoria between those two guys. You're like, oh man, uh, I I I love Tom Skerritt in Greatest American Hero. He's so good in that show. And I'm like, nope, it's Robert Colt. Way back when this was just a script from Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett, uh, the guy who would eventually write uh, Total Recall, amongst other films. And Dan O'Bannon, of course, who who had at that point only done Dark Star with John Carpenter, where they met at uh, film school. And he would go on to do Return of the Living Dead and many other films as well. But back when it was just a script, they were shopping it around and they shopped it. Of course, who else do you go to in the late 70s? But Roger Corman and Roger Corman explains this in the documentary Memory, the Origins of Alien. The first I saw of the Alien script was an early version. Dan O'Bannon brought it to me. And as I recall, the original title was Star Beast. I liked the script and I wanted to make it. But I said to Dan, this really requires a bigger budget than what I'm able to spend. Why don't you shop it around and see if you can get a big budget? If you can't get the big budget, come back to me and I will buy the script and make the picture. You know, this is one of those moments where willing, the definition of willing and able need to be explored. He was not willing to spend, but able to spend on this movie (laughs) yes yes and and he said and his 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 thing of saying i encourage them to go i don't know if i could afford this one you easy like you said you could you You could could. you could have but you won't no (laughs) right and so i wonder too if it is such him being so like this this seems like a great project you should probably go get a bigger budget than what i'll give you when it's probably like we're probably going to need at least four million dollars to get this which is where the the it eventually lands at 20th century fox and that's the initial budget is four million and it eventually becomes doubles that once they bring on ridley scott but initially that's the amount of money that they have for it and at that point, $4 million from Roger Corman? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-mm. Wait, hold on. Are you telling me this movie cost $8 million? Well, no. I mean, that. I think that is what the budget was. Once Ridley Scott came on board, they they doubled the budget. I think okay. it was... Even I think it was around I think it's around eleven million is the budget. Okay. Even with eleven million dollars. Now I've watched this movie fifty times. I mean, and I think that's being conservative. That's the best eleven million dollars anyone has ever spent. Because it still looks <laughs> fucking it looks great. Really good. Yes, yeah. there are yeah. a couple like hot scenes, take like, everybody. <laughs> Alien is an extremely good movie. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I like there are modern sci-fi movies that look way shittier oh, yeah. than Alien. Yeah. Holy shit, the return on investment of that 11 million. I wish I could have been a financier of this movie. <laughs> just in, in virtue points alone, I would have made my money back. In, like my portfolio manager would have been mad at me. But I, I mean, as if I have one. But Alien to this day looks phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And, and and I think it's a perfect execution on a production design level. A lot of people just coming in wanting to make names for themselves. And again, this is another film too, we should say, by, I'm not sure when exactly he comes in to tell Corman. There's lots of literature about the making of Alien. There's this documentary that we we took that clip from, Memory. So there's plenty of places to do it. I, I'm not going to go through the history of, of how this movie was made, but I'm imagining that by the time they go to Corman, it's still the late 70s or mid to late 70s. I don't know if this is 
post-Star Wars at this point, but I do know that once Star Wars kicks into gear, that's when 20th Century Fox says, okay, we need to make a sci-fi movie because Star Wars is so big. So the only thing they had around was Alien, and that was the script they had. But at that point, once Roger Corman says, I don't know, they went from Corman and took it to a production company which was headed by Walter Hill of 48 Hours and um, another 48 Hours. (laughs) And that's it. That's all he ever did. That's all he ever did. He just did those two movies. And then he said, and I produced Alien and I'm good. I'm good. I did it. Did did not have a long storied, incredible career. Right. This is it. This is it. No, uh, he he couldn't direct it, but he produced it and he did several um, rewrites along with another uh, producer as well, David Glyer or Giller? Giller. David Giller. They did a lot of rewrites on it. So they, they brought it to their production company and they got it to Fox. They did so many rewrites. By the way, they had they did all the rewrites that, in, that brought Ash and made him a, a robot. That is their big like, claim to size, fame. Their sizable contribution. Mm. It's a big is, sizable contribution. It's big. Because that is something that Dan O'Bannon was not a fan of. Really? And I it's think kind that's of a one great of the, part of the movie. best parts of the movie. Absolutely. Although, okay, I initially saw this movie, I think I was 11 years old. Sure. Yep, that, may, that tracks. Many years have passed. And... To this day, I'm still not clear how Ash was going to kill Ripley with a magazine. Oh, my God. I'm, I was going to really say. Confi- I'm still, I don't. I, have you seen that anywhere else? Never. I have never ever, seen that in another movie. Ever. And I that scene is still so gripping. It's I incredibly gripping. I don't just mean gripping. the way he, the way that Ian Holm is grip, gripping the magazine. But, like, it is. it is just like. How is he going to choke her out? But he seems convinced it could happen. And he keeps tightening it like a wet rope. And I, I mean, at the time. He's seen it happen. It's the reason that there's the picture on like Clorox wipes that are like, don't use this on a baby. He's seen it happen. Mm. He's seen it. Do you Hmm. choke out a baby with Clorox wipes? No, you know, the like warning, like the warning signs that are on things. I, I don't know how you choke out a baby. I'm not an evil robot. <laughs> I'm just saying, I felt like Were they he like, chose that because up, he's seen that. Don't roll up these Clorox wipes and shove it in a baby's mouth as hard as you can. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, he's seen it. Uh-huh, he learned uh-huh, by watching uh, you. Uh-huh. Right. He's seen somebody it, do it. It is a very unusual way to want to kill somebody. and But his that is... Such an awesome surprise moment too, and a lot right. of that then but comes into the like execution of the fingerprints and stuff. Because it just be the paper. But maybe, oh, but also, <laughs> are we still on Clorox wipes? <laughs> I guess. I, but you made me think of something. Maybe that is how you kill robots: is by shoving a magazine in their mouth. And so he knew <laughs> right. no better. Maybe that's like, how. What this is the only thing I know. Off. <laughs> Well, chopping their heads off and then you have to burn them. I mean, right. you have to burn their fake skin layer off at, at the very least, just to kind of know that you've done it. I just felt like that burning never really did anything. That was my always my thought was like, I don't think I think that burning is to like melt it away in case somebody was like, wait, it wasn't him. And that one lone person in the audience is like, oh my God, he's still alive and his head's off. And then they light it up to show these robots and they're like, oh, Oh, Jesus. Craig, yeah. we're fine. He was a robot. He was a robot. But it took him a long time. At first, they were like, oh, he's sweating out milk. Yeah. That's weird. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. He's Ooh. Ch- drink some water. Yeah. You need to drink some he's water. Dehydrated. It's not right. Yeah. Are you oh, assuming... Craig. That- oh, Craig, he wasn't dehydrated. He was one of them robots. I oh, know. Shit. Craig is sitting there going, I know he's a robot. We all know he's a robot. Oh, Craig, Damn he it. and home can do anything. Can he? My God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe he was a robot. I need out of this marriage, says Craig, silently a, to himself. Did you say a robot? Robot. That's how <laughs> yeah. she speaks. That's how she, that's how she says it. This lone person. Are you assuming that everyone saw this movie in the senior special? Like it was like the four <laughs> yeah. o'clock showing? And, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Because it wasn't like, called Space Creature. Or what did Roger think it was going to be called? It was initially called Star Beast. Star it was Beast. actually initially called Memory. <laughs> wow. Star I Beast was, is such a you, Star really Beast is such off. a fucking New World movie name. Right. Right. Star when Beast. when it's called Star Beast, I get why they bring it to Roger Corman because they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, you'll make Star Beast." <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Damn straight, I will make Star Beast." They're like, "Cool, we need four million dollars." He's like, "You should shop it around." Also, hey, I'm good. Also, I owe at least $100 to whoever said, no, 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 Alien. We're going to call it Alien. I think that was Dan O'Bannon and and Ronald Chu said, I think they eventually settled on Alien. I think it was them. (sighs) Versus Star Beast? Yeah. Not great. Not great. But but New World, I mean, in a heartbeat, they would have made Star Beast. Of course. Why not? As long as it tested well with the teens. Mm At the high school. At the yeah. high school. Yeah. Right. If it tested well at uh, Burbank High, yeah, then, then we're all know, good. Then, then, then Star Burbank. Beast. Roger goes over the hill? Woo! <laughs> he goes over the five. You say so. Yeah. He goes over the five. I don't know. I was going to say Mar Vista. I was going to say, Mar, gonna Vista. Go that far. Was gonna say yeah. Mar Vista, which would still be going over the hill for Roger. But anywho, uh, enough about LA geographical history. Let's get <laughs> no back to the movie, more. everyone. <laughs> This is the side of Alien that no one's explored. (laughs) Uh, Well, I was going to go over it when we first watched it. Mark, you showed this movie to me. So going back to you being 11, I was eight. Yeah. And Uh had you seen it? You had seen it, I think, before you showed it to me. No. No, no, no. Okay. So here's how this ran. This was not a matter of me showing this movie to you. Rather, we uh, woke up early on a Saturday morning. Yeah, uh, our parents the night before had listeners will find this amazing. But back in the day, not <laughs> only did you uh, need to rent video cassettes, but you also, unless right. you had come aco- come across a cache of money, you needed to also rent a Betamax because VHS yeah. players or Betamax players were twelve hundred dollars, and that's nineteen eighty money. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. like what five six thousand dollars today. Video cassettes were like eighty dollars a piece. Yeah, eighty or ninety dollars of in eighties money. So yeah, of eighties money, right? Right. So our parents had rented a VHS player and had rented a cache of movies, like five different movies. And I think one of them, if I remember correctly, was Six Pack with uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> wow. And that's what we watched the night before. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the then, perfect pairing. <laughs> no, but we weren't going to watch Alien. That was the kids' movie. No, right? They had no, yeah, Alien. yeah, yeah. No, no, and that's what I mean. We got up early. We came downstairs, and I we were we put in six pack to watch it again because I mean, fucking, why not? It's a great movie. But <laughs> <laughs> then I got. I thought, shit. Let's mom and dad aren't up. Let's let's put let's put in Alien. Right. I was wondering how we got away with this. No, it was me just putting it in the VHS player and right. we're watching it. And you closed all the uh, the all the curtains the in curtains. the room because I'm so like, it was well, as dark as possible. Right. And we had never really watched a horror movie at that point. And I remember the beginning of it just as it's going through the ship and everyone's asleep and they're waking up and that whole part. I'm just so terrified because of the anticipation of whatever kind of horror is about to await me. But I didn't know, like we had never really watched a horror movie. Yeah, sure. Like a real one, a modern one, I I should say. Yeah. And I thought, we'll do this for a little while till mom and dad get up because they're going to like tell us to shut this off. So we'll try to get away (laughs) with this as long as we can. (laughs) Yeah. And so we're watching it and I didn't recognize that our dad had come down the stairs and walked into the room because... We are, both of us, are glued to the TV. Enveloped. Of just what is happening. And our dad said, what are you watching? Which also makes me wonder if he actually watched Alien the night before. (laughs) (laughs) You know our dad. He did not. (laughs) He did not. He fell asleep. And I remember looking at him, having that little, like, can I make up a good story right now? (laughs) Probably not since he's seen this movie before. And I said, Alien. And he goes, yeah, that's a good movie. And he walked away. And I thought, I don't believe what just happened. We fucking got away with it. Yeah. And we watched it. And then, if I recall, we rewound and immediately watched it again. That makes sense. And that started 
this podcast. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. Erica, your first time watching Alien happened when? I mean, I don't know if my story can follow that. <laughs> it doesn't even really matter. I've seen it. I just, I don't know. And there's nothing but fun cer- or exciting. Or, um, is this a college movie or a baseball? I or? definitely saw it sometime between when it came out in 1979 and, and 2004 because i definitely saw it before i saw alien versus predator <laughs> <laughs> okay so i don't remember when i saw it but i saw it some point in that window i mean, guess probably in the 90s i saw it in yeah probably 90s. like in i would have to think for you like well that would what be high school maybe so yeah yeah, maybe college, early college for you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember um, exactly when I saw it. I just know it was before 2004. Okay, because so. you'd seen it by... I don't know, listeners, you do the math. When did I see Alien? <laughs> when did I see Star Beast? And eventually we owned we eventually owned a copy. And yes, we watched we did. it on VHS yeah. many times. I really don't remember when I first saw it, but I've seen it. And I agree, it, it's terrific. And, uh, um, you know, clearly when I saw it, I was a fan because then I was like, oh man, Alien vs. Predator, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect follow-up. Because we yeah. did see we did see aliens in the theater. And where did we see that? Uh Horton Plaza? Um That would be my assumption. 86? That's aliens, right? Yeah, we saw yeah, okay. So aliens, yeah. We saw it in yeah, the Horton Plaza. Aliens is 1986. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so whenever we whenever you saw Alien, I wonder. Have we ever talked about a movie this good? Teen Vamp aside, have we ever <laughs> talked about a movie this good on this podcast? Uh, I mean, well, not maybe not a science fiction movie this good. Yes. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great. Uh, uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That wasn't the question, though. Uh, a movie, yeah. I okay. correct Ryan's questions. I've heard that right. <laughs> Well, I, I I'm just I gonna throw tell out Ryan there. what he meant to ask. <laughs> I do think I I think obviously I hold Alien in high regard, but Heather's is a really great movie. True, mm-hmm. true. I have not watched it. We also just close to the amount of times that I've watched right. Alien, true. which says something. But it is take New we, World we, aside, it's a fucking great movie. Like you we, we got to Alien before Heather's was ever made. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, be yeah. fair, very true. So, very true. So we we'd already had many, many, probably already in the in the tens or so of watching, or in the teens at least. Yeah. Uh, by the time Heather even rolls around in the late eighties, so, sure. Do uh, you guys? Think- and we'd seen Aliens now at that point yeah, yeah. many many times. Yeah, over, totally. So, um, Do you guys think this movie's better than Blade Runner? Ooh. Ooh, same director. <laughs> same director. Um, same director. And so here's the thing. You love this one, but you don't like uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, and... because Blade Runner's too slowy and too longy and takes too much time. This one's like, oh, hey, dr- danger. Immediate, immediate danger. It's Blade immediately... Runner looks as good as Alien today, which speaks True. so much to what Ridley Scott did with special effects. And he really, he didn't, he made them blurry enough and sort of ethereal enough that it, it, it lasted the test of time. It doesn't look too CG, doesn't look too forced. And I know he was working with models, but it was lit perfectly well to make it really work well. Do I like it better? Um, the soft, uh, as an alien, as a kid, like I loved it so much. I think Blade Runner is a better movie. Alien has a soft spot Whoa. in my heart, and sure. I I love okay. Alien, and okay. I think it's a great movie. And I think it's I'm not saying that's not a good movie. It's a great movie, and I love it. And I've seen it more times than Blade Runner. But I think Blade Runner is a more complex, more interesting movie. When it, like it's very different, but I think it's a it's a better complex distri- like constructed movie than Alien. Aliens, uh, Alien is Star Beast. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a more complex movie. I would say, though, I think this is the better constructed film because it is it's the more highly polished film. There's a lot of things like I mean, there's so many cuts to Blade Runner. There were so many exchanges that they have to make, you know, in order to get the cut that they wanted and then including the voiceover. And then we, you know, now we kind of know Blade Runner from the many different cuts that has happened and the unicorn dream and the you know, all the different questions and all that stuff that's come up. So, you know, I, I do see them 
more like a pair because of the way that he makes those worlds so real and alien and and blade runner he, he just did such an amazing job making those movies and making them feel like you're a part of this world i you feel know? like you're not answering the question though oh uh, no for me it's alien i, I oh, for really? me, i would like it no i i like alien. i think it like i said i think it's the better constructed mm. film i think alien is better but it also is like he wanted to do sort of like Jaws in space. And I think he has a better, like a more clear through line in terms of what he's doing. Whereas Blade Runner, he is going for more esoteric. He is asking more questions. He's not trying to nail everything down. He's trying to leave more up to your imagination. And that's where I think, you know, like you said, it's a more, it's got more, there's a little bit more ambition there in terms of wanting to do this. Whereas before he wanted to just, he wanted this like, you know, he's doing Star Beast, but he's trying to and he's trying to make this a very complex and interesting Star Beast. But that's the movie he's making. I, I, yeah, I think to summarize my point, which was poorly constructed, is I think Blade Runner is a better. I'm glad you said it because it was going to get real awkward when we had to point it out. <laughs> I, well, I just believe I, I think Blade Runner is a it's a better movie. It's a better script. It's a better movie. I like Alien more. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think it's a better like if you put the two together, I think Blade Runner is a better movie. Hmm. That lady's in the theater and she's like, Oh, Craig. Oh, Craig, Craig, that girl was a robot. I get it. I get it now. She was a robot, Craig. Oh shit. It's fine. It's fine. He didn't hurt her. She's a robot. She's fine. Shit. It's so hard to keep track of who's a robot. Who's a Oh my god. Are the racing nets gone? Oh Jesus. There's a lot of shit going down that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just while we're on the subject of really scott real quick because this we've managed to talk about two really scott movies <laughs> did not think we were going to do that heading into this podcast <laughs> do you want to talk about legend we can cover that too. <laughs> yeah, i mean well, jesus if i can find a way to squeeze that into the podcast i will we just did but um <laughs> well so so he starts off with a duelist and that's what actually somehow gets him the gig i mean i Duelist is great, but I wouldn't have thought, you know, who should do a sci-fi movie? The guy who did Duelist. But still, the Duelist is his debut. Then he does Alien. Then he does Blade Runner. Then he does Legend. Then he does Someone to Watch Over Me, Black Rain, Thelma and Louise, 1492 Conquest of Paradise, White Squall. Oh, White Squall. That's a good one. G.I. Jane. You guys should see White Squall. I have seen it, and it's very good. I have not Um, seen that one. Yeah. And if you like Blade Runner, you'll fucking hate White Squall. <laughs> it is a wild amount of because it is not uh, slow and beautiful and deep and artistic. It's like fucking dudes on a boat and there's a big wave. Yeah, <laughs> a big it wave. was a very tough subject matter to be a commercial film. <laughs> <laughs> not enough people understood that there was hunky dudes trying to to make sure a boat. Uh, gets yeah. through the water yeah. uh, with Jeff Bridges at the helm. Uh, I understood it. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, boats, funky uh, dudes, dudes with their shirts off. Yeah, I was in trying to hoist sails. I'm pretty sure Ryan Phillippe was in that. He was a thing back then. When was that? 1996. <laughs> he was a he was a thing then. He was a guy we all looked at with our eyes. Is that the guy from Under the Gun? Uh, I think you're thinking of Balthazar Getty. I think that's who you're thinking of. But nah. was I right with Under the Gun? Because I think Ryan Felipe was in Oh, no, in Under Ryan Felipe was in it. Yay! Yeah, you were correct. Who the hell's Balthazar Getty? Balthazar Getty, though, was also a thing back then. He was in the Lord of the Flies remake at that time. I and then. What are we that. talking about? I'm pretty about? sure I had to watch. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I had to read We have those. lost the plot. Uh, Young Guns 2. Anyway, what's this episode Getty. about? Natural Born <laughs> Killers. This is all real time research in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Balthazar Getty was going to be a big deal. I really did. The point is, is Ridley Scott's an incredible filmmaker. Hold you on, heard it here up. first. Where is he doing today? <laughs> I'm looking him up. He's not ringing any bell. He had a moment. and Did he? But, you know, he, he came sure? from Getty money. So he, he's he's doing he's doing fine. He's doing fine. <laughs> oh, he was in Rizzolian Isles. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was that robot. Okay. He was that robot from oh. Rizzolian Isles. Oh, got it. <laughs> Uh, let's 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 jump into our making up our own letterbox synopsis Ooh, for oh, Alien. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Um, Mark, let's start with you. What is your guess as to a letterbox synopsis for Alien? A bunch of people all sleep together on a ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking sexy times, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about literally sleep together, only to be woken up to explore a planet that nobody wants to go to. And 
unbeknownst to them, they brought a cat onto this ship mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're going to chase down that cat for about an hour because <laughs> also an alien's on the ship. And then we get a lot of shots of Sigourney Beaver's bush under Sigourney panties. Beaver. Sigourney that's Beavers. The por- that's the porn version Sigourney of Sigourney Weaver. Beavers. Sigourney Beavers. Beaver's bush. Sigourney <laughs> Beaver's. For a while. Sigourney's Beaver. Sigourney Beaver stars in Star Breast. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the porn version I'm of I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> uh, well... I mean, I think if someone read that, they would watch the movie immediately. They are in space for so long, they all had sex together. That's too this is too long. We there they all even Ash? Together. I don't know. I don't think anybody had sex with a guy who has uh smokes the cigarette and fixes everything. Oh, Brett? <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton? Yeah, I don't yeah, think so either. No, no, no one had sex with that guy. But they are trying to fuck Ash, and he's always being like, No, 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 <laughs> I just can't. I just I got a headache. I'm no. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that guy. It feels like he's got seaweed for innards. I'm not into him. <laughs> Either that or soft Ben Wobbles. I can't tell. A little bit of both. You ever use you ever, you ever use seaweed for a Ben Wobble? In a pinch. In a pinch. It'll All right. work. It'll Erica. go. It'll Erica. Go. What is your made-up letterbox synopsis? Co-workers unite against the one colleague who tries to follow the rules and suffer <laughs> deadly consequences as a result. That's a good... Oh, no, that <laughs> is good. That's that really is good. good. That I is good. I feel very bad for mine now. But I we- don't. It led us to Sigourney Beaver stars in Starbreast. <laughs> Uh, it is interesting in this rewatch just seeing how much like um, Yafa Koto is always like we should freeze him like once they bring him on the ship like that's something that isn't a memory I mean I know I've seen this a million times but he and Sigourney Weaver are like literally the only people going like again just that freeze is the, the right dude. Call. Let's just freeze, freeze this dude. Freeze him. Freeze him. Freeze him. Yeah. We'll like, save him later. And everyone's like, nah, let's get into it. Problem. Let's they get into this shit. Stuff. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. See? And they get mad at Sigourney Weaver in the yeah. director's cut. Or um, there's a scene like at that point when they're, when they brought John Hurt onto the, onto the ship and he's got the alien on his face, the face hugger. That's when um, Veronica Cartwright comes in and like goes at Sigourney Weaver because she's pissed that, like Sigourney Weaver would have left him off the ship and would have left them on the planet not mm-hmm. to like bring him on because it would have broken quarantine. So yeah. and she goes after her, which is great. It's like right. a great little moment. You're right. like, yeah, I mean, everybody's pissed at her, but she does the right thing. Also for the record, John Hurt's name doesn't have to change in the porn. <laughs> <laughs> nope. His name can say the same. Stay still John yeah. Hurt. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's my letterbox made up synopsis. Facing fourth quarter cutbacks. <laughs> <laughs> a Wayland yutani executive finds an innovative way to rid itself of a low-performing crew of employees. Oh, nice. 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 Meow. <laughs> you know, Roger Corman would not have bought that one. No. No. No, no he would not. No. Oh, my God. That's oh. fucking perfect. That's Holy great. shit. That's great. <laughs> like, do we need to do layoffs? Maybe. But wait. wait. I've got an idea. Don't Hear worry. me out. I've got it covered. You mean you want them to go to that rescue beacon that's been going on for 25 yeah. years? Head them way back, and then they got to <laughs> yeah. circle back. But what about the cargo they're taking? Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter what they're carrying. We don't give a shit about it. It doesn't matter. Seriously, we have been picking up. It'll never be brought up. Nobody will ever mention us. I already sent them. (laughs) Who cares? They were picking up nothing. It's fucking nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about the Nostromo? That thing was fucking set to be retired anyway. Have you been on that piece of shit? (laughs) Yeah. There's a cat on it. There's just been a cat on it for years. Cat on it for years. Speaking of the cat, I was watching today. I was watching some of the. Uh, I didn't get a chance to re- we rewatch the movie. We didn't get a chance to rewatch the director's cut, but I wanted to see the a- additional scenes. 
Because there's one additional scene that to me has always been the predominant thing. Once you found Dallas, out, yes, finding Dallas, that was the thing that like came out, and I'm I, I'm pretty sure I had like an, a, a copy of Film Threat or something that was like, there's there's extra scenes that never made the original cut, and I was like, what of Alien? And then you found out that she finds at one point, uh, she finds actually she finds Brett too, but she finds Dallas and Brett like you know uh that the alien has captured them and sort of put them up against the wall and it was like holy shit and i couldn't wait to see it and i'm pretty sure the first version i saw of that director's cut was a very very shitty warbled uh copy of a copy of a copy of a copy that i rented probably at lay video or somewhere yep, yep. like that uh in that uh, great video store in san francisco and uh, and that's when I saw it, and I was like, oh, "Holy shit!" Um, but watching that, uh, watching those scenes again, there when they find Brett and Brett gets killed, that's because he's finding the cat. Yeah, and the alien picks him up. But Sigourney Weaver and Yafakota run right after him because, of course, they're all the three of them working together. Mm-hmm. They find the cat. Brett walks off to get the cat, and it made me think. Actually, when we were rewatching this, I was like. <clears throat> I was like, why did they just let Brett go off by himself? And they don't even come after him when they hear him scream. But they do actually. And the, the cut scene is that them coming in. Yeah. And then they look up and there's blood dripping on them when they're yeah. going into that wonderful. I love that room. It's just fucking chains and condensation. Yeah. Which what does that room fucking say? What is that room? I don't know. And I don't care. I love it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? That doesn't matter. It doesn't and matter. This is where the Alien versus Pinhead movie could have totally <laughs> could, happened. Could have happened. That's where, yeah, Pinhead and the gang come in. Ooh. We have such pleasures to show you. We have so much, so many things to show you after we kill this cat. Right. And the aliens holding the box. Like, mother, oh. Mother, what are the chances I survive Pinhead? <laughs> What are the calculations? The mother writes back, what movie is this? (laughs) It's ADP. Which one? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, You're a human. Pretty good. Um, No, but um, then they come out. And so, but I, but thinking of uh, there's various parts of the director's cut, the additional scenes, which I think adds a lot of value, but that's one where I'm like, no, just seeing, just hearing him get killed off screen and just seeing the cat's face as it's, you see the shadows and it's just watching this whole shit go down. I, it's just such an incredible moment. Uh, that fucking cat gets almost everyone killed. It's almost <laughs> like uh, Space Raiders, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just like that kid in Space Raiders. It just gets everyone killed because everyone gets invested in this kid. They all just want to save that fucking cat and they all die. Whose cat is it? I think it is Ripley's. I think. Fuck. Well, but how did I don't you know. get that cleared? Right. How did the company not go, no, no, no? And and how big is that ship? Like, I know they're carrying, like we said, just whatever cargo. Who knows what the fuck it is? Well, they're going to get laid off. So it's bullshit cargo. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I don't know whose cat it is, and it's such a large. It's such a large ship. Why? Yeah. Why would you allow a cat on a ship that big? It the chances of it getting lost because space are rodents are just so a easy. Yeah, no, right. arguably, that's right. That's right. Arguably, that's right. that cat would be gone for days on end before you ever saw that cat again. For yeah, it, it would, and the chances of it just getting lost for are, are just. There's just there, you're you actually if you're put you're probably somebody allowed it because they're like great kill that cat it's, that cat's never coming back. Also, when they wake up in the beginning of the movie from hyperspace, the cat is not in one of those chambers. Right. So it's that just cat's been, like, it's just been living. It's like 15 years old. <laughs> right. <laughs> like they got on the ship. It was sick. It was a kitten. 
And now yeah. this thing is on right. the, it's like just riddled with cat diabetes there's, and ready to die. And there is just cat shit everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Cat was like, everybody's asleep. <laughs> Fuck a litter box. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, good lord, this cat pissed on every couch in this place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can't and get man, that cat piss smell out. I'll tell you, you what, cannot. when that no. cat took a piss, it goes through eight floors. <laughs> It goes through all of the floors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing they thought when they got out of the chamber was like, oh shit, what happened to that cat? Because oh, right. I don't like it smells Shit smells best. like ammonia. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, this, the, uh, look, you know what? I'm still, I'm still hungry. Let's go to the kitchen. Fuck it. I'm not dealing with the cat shit. Yeah, piss. Not dealing with it. Not Ripley, today. this is your problem. This is your problem. Right. You brought sorry. the cat. This is on you. This you is on you. You want an animal on board, Ripley. <laughs> yeah. I need a friend, you said. <laughs> She's like, but I brought my beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we know it? Wait a minute, which version are we watching? <laughs> Hold on. No, oh, wait a minute. Shit. John no. John, John hurt. His sex scenes are sad in the porn version. <laughs> Harry Ween Stanton. Ooh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh boy. All right. So let's go into some favorite moments. What are your, some of your favorite moments from of Alien? Alien? All yeah. of it. But some of your absolute <laughs> favorites. I, I, I would say just rewatching this. A couple of things that always stand out. I always think like, I want to rewatch Alien all the time, and I always think, yeah, but it takes it takes a good while to get going. You gotta you gotta you gotta have some time ready, and it doesn't. Every no. time I rewatch it, I'm yeah. like, where did that come from? It's yeah. not true. The movie immediately gets into it. They yep. get on that planet right away. Like, yeah. I don't know why I think like it's a great movie, and just you just need to be patient and you need time. Because it's just it takes its time, and it does. You're, you're thinking of Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it doesn't. It doesn't have that. That's the thing. It doesn't have that. But the thing that I still, I still think is one of the, just one of the best constructed scenes is, and I know that it also, you know, is based on fucking really shitty old graphics. But it's when Dallas is in the air ducts, and he's searching for the alien, and they literally just have a blip on a screen, and I realize. There's part of me that loves the scene that also saw that as a kid. Yeah. Uh, when that was acceptable in technology. And kids today might watch that and go, Yeesh, this is fucking dated as hell. And so I get it. Or they're like, but... shit, that's the future. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck, we go Everything, backwards right. in technology. Right. Oh, Everything God. falls apart. Oh, shit. Quick Are... question Was that technology how they tracked the cat throughout the ship? <laughs> right. No, no, because they didn't that give any. Shit all they did not care. Yeah. Oh, there he is. The cat made itself known, like He's any in the fucking cat will. Chain wing. <laughs> no, but it, the 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 their their sonar oh, was the equivalent. I want to get of... some drips on my face and watch chains just clang around. Well, you're in luck because that's where Noodles is at, or whatever the cat's name was. I don't know. Jonesy. Jonesy. Oh, right. <laughs> I love it. huge. Huge opportunity that missed to call the cat Noodles. People have called their cats Jonesy ever since this movie came out. But really, yes, that's yes. a big time name. Yeah, but yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's um, unoriginal. <laughs> but they could have called him Noodles. Could name it Noodles. Why is he named Noodles? Because I love the Alien movie. <laughs> Craig, oh Craig, oh Craig! It's Craig. not noodles. It's not noodles, Craig. Craig, that cat, the cat's name isn't noodles. And, oh, the cat's not a robot. Craig, cover your eyes. Sigourney's going down to Skibbies. Oh, never get him to sleep tonight. Skibbies. <laughs> Skibbies. You asked me my favorite. One of my favorite moments in it, I think, is that when she gets on the rescue. Uh, ship yeah yeah she's like phew whoa that was a close one i mean all my annoying co-workers are dead but say lovey i'm safe it's just me and noodles i'm gonna take off my dirty work clothes and i'm just gonna relax. get my skivvies like we all yeah. like we all understand i'm just gonna yeah. chill i'm gonna open up like my sleep this pod. has been a day first I'm of all you know open up the sleep pod I'm gonna and i'm gonna steam. put noodles in there yeah. because fucking, fucking this guy noodles i can't <laughs> and he's gonna shit and piss up that sleep pod no, oh sleep man in there. 
You're gonna put on the sleep gas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's doing then... some pre, okay, yeah. pre-gassing of the chamber. And then she's that like, la di da, and then that motherfucker is asleep in the walls, and you're just like, son of a bitch. Aliens are the ultimate rodent. They are fucking. Yeah, they're in the away. walls. They're in the they're walls. In the walls. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh. They just need something to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, w- listening to the director's commentary, at least a little bits and pieces of it, I watched that section, and really Scott said that the movie is supposed to end when she's in the escape pod and she watches the Nostromo blow up, and it goes and pushes in on her face as she's watching it explode, and that's supposed to be the end. And I don't know if it's reshoots or what, but he was like, "No, we need we need another. Yeah. We need something more. more. Something more. Which yeah." Is is great, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, because it just shows this. It just reinforces the staying power and what's so scary about those aliens. Well, they're not dumb. They're survivors. They're not dumb. They're survivors. Yeah, yeah. You just don't understand what you're dealing with. Yeah, you know. And of course, yeah. it's set up for it to have gotten into the escape pod because she runs up and then she sees it in the hallway and then runs away and then tries to turn off. Oh, can I also say another part of the production design that I love is yeah. the self destruct. Yeah, I love yeah. that somebody thought that whole thing through. Yeah, the yeah. process yeah. that she has to read the instructions. Yeah. yeah, those cylinders come up. She has to press the buttons on each of them. She has to screw those things, and well, first she has to screw the things into them, then pull them up, and then press the button. Like yeah. the whole thing has a, an unnecessary amount of fucking things to do. Yeah, but that's. I love that. And then she has to like try to undo all that shit to get it to go back down. It's fantastic. I love that sequence. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> My favorite part of the whole movie. Are we doing favorite scenes? What are we doing? Uh, yeah. We... Favorite moments. Just yeah. your favorite, favorite moments. moments. My favorite moment is the scene when she's trying to reverse the self-destruct. Mm. The, yeah. Just the panic of we're running out of time. She's trying to push the cylinders down. She's, she's, uh, and the anxiety of, yeah. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid, not realizing that it would be a euphemism for the rest of my life. But she's <laughs> trying to push these down and beat this time clock. And you, I, I mean, the anxiety, she's like, no, 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 I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And then she doesn't, it doesn't happen. Do it doesn't, and you're yeah, like, it doesn't go into fuck, it. fuck. Yeah. And why did someone make this so complicated? Yeah. But right. if you're going to blow up a ship, it makes sense. It should be complicated. You should make it complicated. Right. Shouldn't right. just be a one button thing, uh, right. but I love that scene and and the sound effect of them com- of the tubes compressing and it takes time and mm-hmm. then you have all the smoke that's coming out which doesn't make any sense why is there smoke coming out of everywhere <laughs> but it like atmospherically is right. so engaging and you yeah. feel the stress and also at that point in the movie and I. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think of other movies that have done this so well. Her sweat, the yeah. sweat on her fingers when and she's climbing fingers. up and she's trying to like yeah. look through the portal to see if the alien was there to get back to the escape hatch. The sweat droplets on her fingers, on her face, everything, it builds this incredible sense of panic and tension just by the sweat. Yeah. Even when she's trying so to like well pull done. those... Pull those levers yes. down to start and you can the see process. All the sweat on her you hands. You can see the sweat on her hands, which of oh. course, I mean, yeah, you're in a total panic. Like, yeah, that, the attention. And it's got to be hot because they turned the air conditioning off because right. they got to lay off people, so they got to cut down the cost. <laughs> got to so. cut down on costs. <laughs> and yeah, oh, oh, she self destruct. <laughs> Woof. She probably did make it in time. And they, Waylon Utani, they're like, no, 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 she didn't. Just blow it up, blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ripley, she's the worst. Do not let her get back here. I let her take that. I let her take a cat in that ship. I and then she got back to get and they were like, oh my God, Ripley, she's a boomerang. She came back to us. Well, so she great. came back, what, Let's 75 celebrate. years later. So I don't right. know if there's many people from that era. <laughs> CEO's like, CEO's like, you gotta be fucking shitting Yeah, me. he is fucking She's pissed. fucking back. Um, he's like 85. He's like, are you shitting me? Is still alive? Which means, which means <sighs> he was 10 when she left. And then his first question is like... <laughs> he inherited the company, you know? <laughs> oh, you're the little Yutani kid who fucking runs the company, man, you know? Yep. <laughs> His dad was uh, awesome. This kid, I don't know. He's 10. <laughs> he doesn't understand uh, when we don't shit. take four-hour breaks. I'm like, we have a company to run. 
Uh, uh, no there's no recess young kid okay uh we have to run this company and no you can't bring your cat to work god damn it so in your research or you know your readings or just kind of like general knowledge of this movie i'm guessing roger has regrets for not buying this or like what was his take on it later after he saw it was he just kind of like you win some you lose some that seems like a lot of times i feel like that's how he is with a lot of pretty he's he remain like for me i i would be like well that's that's the one that got away and i would probably just beat myself up forever on it and be like god i messed up what a mess up i would probably struggle with that and have a really hard time of letting it go and moving past that but he seems to have such a like yeah yeah my bad like i didn't get that like he is that just part of his yeah i mean charm and success is that he's just like yeah it's entirely likely he had that same feeling and i think any one of us would and then one of his assistants handed him his bank account receipt like his his balance statement and he was like oh no okay i'm good i'm good i'm yeah, so I'm good i'm so good yeah. see still yeah. got it still yeah. got I, it i think he he has maintained his career and has had such a, <laughs> has a better had such way a, of saying what i said <laughs> no i mean i i think you're all right and and he has had such a long career because he kept his costs low he kept his like goals in terms of what he wanted to make money. Like I'm thinking of when you were asking the question, I was thinking about how we explained it to Ben Slater when, when we talked about St. Jack and he was saying like, what did Corman think about, you know, the money and like extent, like he could have continued to push St. Jack and said, Hey, I think I got a winner here. I'm going to keep pushing this, keep pushing this, but he'd made his money. That's what he was worried about. Like yeah. Roger, had a background. He his father was an engineer. He went to an engineering school, and then he got into the movie business. He, that's where he really wanted to go. So I feel like really he has this engineering side and this artistic side. And the artistic side we sometimes forget because people forget and maybe aren't familiar with a lot of his the Poe movies he directed and the fact that he's like actually a very good director mm-hmm. and really kind of knows his craft and knows his shit but of course he has this very like engineering side which is like here's what we're gonna spend here's what we're hoping to make and he had several that knocked it out of the park quite frankly but like um i don't think he was ever too worried about that side of it because he always knew like we're going to make money out of this no matter what we're always going to try to make money out of it cockfighter aside he pretty much almost always made money off of things it's it's the tortoise and the hare and he was always, yes, mm-hmm. you can invest wildly and hope that you strike the mother load. And sure, right, right. Alien would have made him an obscene amount of money if he had given it the right budget to for it to be what it became. Sure, sure. But he was like, if I don't overextend myself, I know I'm going to get this amount of return on my investment time over time over time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's amassed an incredible amount of wealth and arguably success by not yeah. taking the big gambles and just being right. like, yeah. you know, I don't have to go crazy. I know what right. I'm going to make on this. And that's fine. So I, I kind of respect it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like gamblers. When you're gambling, after a while, you get really bored betting the same amount, even if you're doing pretty well. And you, you start upping your bets and being like, yeah, but I want to make a big amount. You want that endorphin rush of like, Mm. I'm going to make the big win. And I think we all, if we're in that position, want to go for that. But there's Mm. also the risk you'll lose it all. And he is incredible. He was just incredibly, and I mean, arguably still is, but incredibly patient and was like, I'm just going to make money that like like slow and low like a crockpot. I'm just going to make it every year. <laughs> and fucking hey, Roger he did it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I'm sure he does often think of it like a crockpot. <laughs> New World Pictures. Think of it like a crockpot. <laughs> slow and low. <laughs> Until it's fork tender. <laughs> um, well, you got to think too. Like here's like... The, Big studios are going to roll out more money. And so that's why he has a certain money that he's not going to cross. As I'm sure Dan O'Bannon said, well, we're going to need a certain amount of money. And he's going to go, that's not, that's not where I go because I'm going to need to make sure that I make my money back. Yeah. Um, Like RJ Kaiser told us when he did co-productions, much like battle beyond the stars and Orion puts in a million and he puts in a million, he makes the money from the million that Orion puts in. Yeah. Because now he's in profit already. 
Yeah. So, yep. so that's what he, that's his style. Yeah. And then you think of like 20th Century Fox, who puts this out. 1979, they put out Quintet, uh, a Robert Altman movie. I haven't seen that one. Yep. I don't know. Did, did that do great? Norma Ray did great. Yeah. A Perfect Couple, another Robert Altman movie. Big on Robert Altman this year. Dreamer. Don't, I haven't seen that. Yep. Alien. Okay. A. Butch and Sundance, The Early Days. Oh, okay. that doesn't. That's, I, I don't that's know if that's the prequel did well. with Tom I never saw that. And, and William Cat going back to America's Greatest American Hero. <laughs> yeah. Breaking Which, Away. Okay, Breaking Away. Uh, breaking Away, The Strange Case of Alice Cooper, a live concert video. Okay. Which a lot of people were doing at the time. New World puts out The Who. Um, so, like, everybody was kind of doing that around yeah. that time. Um, Nosferatu, The Vampire, uh, theatrical distribution only. Same with Avalanche Express, which Lee Marvin and Robert Shaw. Not Avalanche. No, Avalanche Express. They they that's they went even faster with that Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> it, the took, Rose, it took only a half hour for that one to yeah, show up. Versus they an did hour. that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you know, they did a sitcom length. <laughs> Uh, the Rose with the Bette Midler. Yeah. The Runner Stumbles. Don't know that one. All That Jazz. Yeah. Know that, one, know that well. one. And, oh my God, Scavenger Hunt. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh boy. Shot in San Diego, God bless. But, yeah. Uh, uh, that movie, sorry to all the fans of that one, but no, yikes. Not, that yeah. one is. Yes, that's a tough one. Boy, it sure has a lot of funny people in that one, just oof, yeah, I mean, not being great. So does Nothing But Trouble, but, you know, there's a lot of movies that you're like, oof. Oh boy. Yeah. That uh, going down that list, obviously there's a lot of great hits in there, but there's also a lot of great misses. So that's the thing is that like yes, you can invest and you can suddenly put in 11 million dollars into Alien and get back 184 plus uh, 84 184 of the box office plus whatever video and everything right. else that you've made off that. But, you know, he's trying to make a significant return every single time. Those movies are swinging for the fences. He's going for base runs. Yep. And that's that's what he did so well. Yeah, still does. Yeah. Third base runs in that porno, am I right, guys? (laughs) 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 Only (laughs) this porno only gets the third base. (laughs) Only gets the heavy petting. (laughs) Oh, they surely they're gonna end this with a home run. No, 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 no. Only third base. (laughs) All right, well, that is it for nearly new world alien. What a film. Hey, if you haven't seen Alien yet. And you're listening to this? What happened? What happened? You should see Alien. Also, what are you're you doing? no better off if you listen to this and you haven't watched the movie. <laughs> this will tell you almost nothing. Right. Did this convince you to see it? I don't no. know. You're like, I don't know. These idiots thought it was good, I guess. I'm not sure that's convincing. Is there a cat in this movie? That's all I know. Yeah. Apparently, there's a cat in the film. And there's pornos? I don't get it. it this... Is there an alien in this movie? Because you oh. know we never talked about the fucking alien. Oh, we didn't talk about the alien. Too bad. We're already wrapping it up. We are hey, wrapping everybody. it up. Uh, Don't talk about the alien now. We gotta go. We're no, on no, our no. way out. All right, we're on our way out. Well, uh, I was gonna say like uh, no. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check in on all the rest of the stuff we're doing for Sci-Fi July and our interview with R.J. Kaiser, who is the co-director of that film. Plus, he worked on a variety of New World films, including Battle Beyond the Stars and Up from the Depths, which we talked about at the very top of the year with Disastuary. So check all those out. We also got a couple other movies coming uh, out after this. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you need to find out anything about us, go to our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. We uh, are so thankful that you're here, and we will see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.